You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to the Nintendo Club Podcast Level 6. My name is Mark Grantry, joined as always by Timothy Chudden. How are you going, Timothy? Doing great. Great to have you back. You've been away on holidays. Uh, I have. Cup, for um, my about 10 days or so. Been- yeah, uh, Vegas and Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. my 3DS has been very happy street passing. I've, <laughs> uh, I've filled up most of the country with street passes, which has been <laughs> so much fun. Um, so I started out my trip with just New Hampshire and uh, Massachusetts street passes, mm-hmm. and um, my map has filled up. I'm going to load it up really quick here to kind of... Hey, Tim, here, I, can, but, uh, I can just imagine that a project of yours would be to get in the car and drive down every street in the United States just to get those street passes. <laughs> it's, I, it's encouraging to do that, a road trip for the street passes. But um, uh, So how's your, um, how's your week been going, your couple of weeks we've been off here? Oh, chaotic. To say the least, yep. it's been school holidays out here. I've, I've been, uh, you know, setting up some new study plans that we'll talk about at the end of the show, and and it's just been, it, it's been enjoyable, but it's been absolutely chaotic, and it hasn't allowed me, unfortunately, to to play any new games. I've been playing existing games, and uh, actually, one game I, I want to talk about is Virtual Tennis Four, and. Okay. Look, I'm, I'm good at the Virtual Tennis series. I've been playing that for years. I've probably mentioned it on the show before. Uh, played it and mastered it on the Game Boy Advance. And now I'm literally so good at it that no one can beat me in my real life. It's um, <laughs> and, and yes, I am bragging. I, I do have bragging rights because the stepson comes across and, and he's good at it. Let, let me put it this way. He's very good at it and he's it, it's very hard to actually beat him. Uh, is this a 3DS title or a DS title? No, this is a Wii title. A Wii, okay. Yeah, and um, but no, I, I still whip his ass every single time he comes around. <laughs> so it, it, it's so bad, in fact, that he didn't want to play the game when he was across last night. I think, you know. <laughs> I, I just, look, the kids are, are barracking for him and everything. It's just like, yeah, no, I'm not letting him win. You, you don't let people beat See, you. You need to play um, Super Luigi U and have you played as Nabbit where he can't die except when he falls off ledges, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Co-op mode. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for anyone who, who listens to Geeky's show over this last week on, on the episode, I actually spoke about the virtual tennis game and uh, my want... For, you, you know in a tennis game how you've got the court, and you know how in a real tennis game you run back and forth on the spot hitting the ball and the grass changes, and suddenly at Wimbledon where they use real grass still. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things, I want that to reflect when I'm playing a computer game based on tennis. I want to actually see the grass start to, to play up. I, I want to see the court start to change its dynamic. I want to see the ball bounce differently because the ball's bounced in that spot too many times. Um... I wish computer games would be that extreme, you know, I, and, and I sort of, you know, threw it into the, the side things with like FIFA, how they, they release a new FIFA game every single year and it's like, well, instead of just updating the players and maybe I can kick the ball slightly differently, <laughs> how about you actually change it so that the environment impacts, so that, you know, the, the ground is not just luscious and green like it is, but have it I'll, so that it wears out. I'll tell you, Mark, the Animal Crossing New Leaf, which I, I'm playing a ton of, 
um, the ground actually does wear out and make dirt pass as you uh, go on the grass a uh, lot. So it actually remembers where you walk and slowly but surely wears away its pass. So there are games out there doing it, like the wonderful Animal Crossing that everyone should own. Um, but, um, yeah, it'd be cool for tennis games to do that, too. Well, any sports game, really. You know, the other thing that I really want, too, is if it's raining outside, I want it to be raining in the game. If it's sunny outside, I want it to be sunny in the game. Have, you know, we, <laughs> we can link up with weather services in every single region around the world, and it'd be just great to, you and, know, have the... Animal Crossing does it as well, Mark. It was uh, thundering and it's raining in the game, which brings a whole new element when thunder enters your gameplay because it knows it's raining in the game that's, or outside that's cool. in the game. So, see, if they can do it on some games, why can't they do it on all games? It, it really disappoints It's possible. Me. You know? It is possible. Um, you know. I'd imagine the Wii U would have more of that. Uh, it's more... Uh, internet is more baked into its DNA kind of thing. So, I'd imagine you'll see more of that on the next console that you get. Mm-hmm. You know, so I pulled up um, the Street Pass map here. Yep. And um, let me just go off all the new states I got while I was on trip. <laughs> um, so I got Oregon, California, Nevada, Utah, Wyoming, um, Arizona, the one next to it, Texas, <laughs> Illinois, Iowa, Michigan, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, um, so now it's up to 16 different states. Uh, this is kind of the test of kind of identify the shape of all these states. <laughs> I also picked up, this is pretty cool, uh, one of the regions in Japan while I was on the trip, which was just wild to get a Japan street pass. So even though these are region locked, they still talk to the other areas. That's very cool. Um, and the other nifty one is I got a street pass with something that Nintendo doesn't even have a map for. Um, this is the country wow. of Anguilla, A-N-G-U-I-L-L-A. I researched it. It's a little tiny island off the coast of uh, the Caribbean that someone lives there, and they were in Las Vegas, and they street passed with me. So I now have this very obscure country on my list of uh, street passes, which is uh, it's, it's wild, you know, the how um, it makes you feel much more connected when you're out and about. You know, That's just very cool. Past. Yeah. And, and you know what? The the only time when it gets cooler if, is if you actually had someone from Mars uh, straight past you. Or Australia, you know. That Yeah, well, <laughs> equal distance almost. Yeah, just ship your uh, 3DS over here and we can street pass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's it's one of those cool features. I, I like the idea of street pass, but as I think I've mentioned in the past, that there's not a lot of opportunities out here to do street passing. Uh, even though you really have to take big, it everywhere you go. You do. Get stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to leave it in your pocket. And I, you know what? I'm sure if I, I took it to the shops and stuff like that, that yeah, there'd be a ton of street passes, but just yeah, I get them in, in my local area. No. Yeah. I get them in New Hampshire fair amount. And, um, it's, it is, it's kind of weird. Cause it's like, I don't live by any Nintendo gamers and any street pass occasionally. Um, and the other, it, the street pass thing is, is a brilliant thing by Nintendo, to, it, it, along with the pedometer for the play coins. It really encourages me, and I actually I have it in my pocket all the time because I want a street pass. And it's like, who would have thought of that? Because otherwise, if they didn't have street pass or the pedometer for the play coins, it'd just be sitting at home all day unless I'm going on some serious trip. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, uh, it's a it's pretty cool concept they've built into this. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's just one of those things. Taking it with you everywhere, I think that's the the hard part because it's just 
something else to carry with you. Unless, of course, you've got a backpack or something, then it's, it's really quite easy, but you tend to run out of pockets. Oh, yes. Yeah. You have to make a priority. The hardcore, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. I'll tell you what's not being made a priority is Ubisoft releasing Zombie U2. They've got absolutely zero interest in it. And, uh, you know what, I haven't played Zombie U, as you know, because I haven't got the Wii U yet. But Brilliant it, game. It was that, very well reviewed by pretty much every outlet, 9 or 10s, you know. You know, that, that's what I'm looking at. And it's like, there, there can never be enough zombie games. I don't know what it is with zombie games. They're just cool. It's, it's well, that I think, scare I think they'll make. I think they'll make a Zombie U2 um, in a couple years. I think the they're saying that now because... Right now, the Wii U is not a huge console. It's the beginning of its uh, life, and we're still waiting on all the amazing Nintendo titles. And I think, you know, 2015, we may get a Zombie U2. I'm in no rush for a sequel. It's mm-hmm. a great game, but um, I get scared, and I usually... <laughs> it's a game I have to get in a big mood to play. Um, so, it's one I'm going to take a while to get through it all. Um, you so know, I get scared. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, that's what those games are for. I mean, if those games didn't terrify you, then uh, they wouldn't be doing their job in the horror genre. So that's what they're for. I mean, I I love it. I um, get freaked out by those types of games. They're just really awesome. I, I think too that they can also it, it can also sort of be said that you can ruin a franchise too by releasing stuff too frequently. Yeah. What what franchises? Has, has that happened to? Um, oh god! Even Madden Every, everything from AI, right? everything like that AI has ever touched. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, you, you well, it's, it's, love it's to a funny it, thing. But... Like Nintendo, as a company, is criticized, criticized for having um, new games in the same uh, franchise quite a bit. Um, when you look across at other platforms, they do the same thing, only with different franchises. Um, it's it's baffling the double-edged sword that is out there because um, we're getting new Call of Duties every year. We're getting new Halos fairly often and uh, other franchises um, that I'm not as familiar with. But um, it's every every place is like that um, as far as um, doing more with uh, an existing IP. You know? Yeah, you know, one of the big problems that... It is with say you know like the Call of Duty franchise and so forth is its main focus now is on that multiplayer gameplay. It's not on the first player campaign. In fact, the first player campaigns are six to nine hours, and and if yeah. you're hardcore, you'll finish it in way less than six hours. I can assure you of that. And you know it, it's disappointing because I actually don't play shooters online with other people because I get sick and tired of every time I respawn, I get a bullet in the head. And I'll tell you, Call of Duty on the Wii U is uh, a friendlier environment for that. Uh, I've been uh, feeling less pathetic playing that kind of game on the Wii U, maybe because of the players that are playing it, or I'm not sure why, but um, it's not as much of a problem there quite yet. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's good to know. Um, You know, the other problem, of of course, that you have with multiplayer gaming is when the new version is released, everyone moves across to the new version, and then you're left behind, and and it becomes a ghost town. Yeah, Um, that does suck. So It's like, because the only reason... Yeah, I only need one of those games to be satisfied with my my vengeance to kill, right? (laughs) Yes. It's in all of us. Oh, sure. 
but I don't need 20 Call of Duty games, quite honestly. But um, I'll probably end up picking Call of Duty Ghosts at some point. You know, you know um, what? I, I've played most of them. And um, in fact, I actually know which ones I've played and which ones I haven't. Um, but up to uh, COD 4, I've played every single one in sequence. Um, so, yeah, it's... It's one of those things where you become almost manic over it to play each one. But I, I like playing the campaign. I don't like the multiplayer. There's some games I yeah. like multiplayer I struggle to get with. through the, the single player. I'm still stuck in the Call of Duty 2, um, uh, Black Ops 2, I should say, game. I, I, I'm not as good at that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I find it perfectly fine and adequate and enjoy that better than multiplayer. But I, I know, of course, that multiplayer is what everyone once um so that's what they build the games for and it's just it's unfortunate that they just keep updating almost on a yearly cycle and they don't really do much to warrant the upgrade they they change the atmosphere Getting a, they a, a dog mark isn't that exciting yeah <laughs> mm. um you know yeah the thing about nintendo and their new releases is um, it's less about the characters, um, they're in there, but it's more about the new experiences playing the game, new mechanic, gameplay mechanics. I'm not sure how many new mechanics there are in first-person shooters. I'm not sure if the dog will be this exciting well, new mechanic. I, I suppose I it depends how many cars break down. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, had to throw in that little joke there. <laughs> um, one, uh, one thing I wanted to have you just take a, a guess at, uh, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing during my journeys up to the West Coast. Um, do you have a guess on how many hours I am now at for Animal Crossing New Leaf? <laughs> uh, how, how long have you had it now? Uh, my first play was June 9th, 2013. It's now July, so months. It's now July 10th. I would say 150 hours. Wow, no, no. 78 hours and 44 minutes. Wow, that's still insane. <laughs> it's my now number one played game. <laughs> I, I think so. Mine, mine will always be Mario Kart. Um, but hey, insane that I haven't got Animal Crossing yet. It's it's one of those games that, you know, it, it's on the list to buy. Um, but it's just one that I, I'm a little bit scared of, to be quite honest, Tim. Because Especially when you're starting a new, like, uh, classes and stuff. That might, uh... <laughs> yeah, it, is it going to sink... Am I going to sink so much time into this that I'm going to be like... See, Ooh. you have to be disciplined, you know, 20 minutes a day and you'd be fine, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the problem with me is I'm easily led astray. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I, I mean, look, with everything in life, you've got to switch off and, and move on and, and anything can become an addiction that, that you're interested in. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know whether I could put in 20 minutes a day or whether I'd just... 20 minutes now and oh yeah i've got to do this oh, no no i'll put in another 10 minutes oh, just another couple it is of minutes rather it's so peaceful and just a nice retreat i've said it before it's so peaceful um but um well, I've been I've, I've, a lot of that i've, I've seen uh, you when i've actually turned I've, I've seen you in the middle of the night and <laughs> you're on there as well and it's like Tim, oh, it's, two, yes. it's two o'clock well, in the morning go, what are you doing uh, that's when you go bug hunting um the really valuable bugs are on the island at night and it's kind of a peaceful thing to go to bed to. So you, you catch these bugs, which you get to, you know, creep kind of slowly around this island. Um, so it's very quiet. The music's very mellow. It's a perfect little lullaby to, to you know, catch some bugs and fall asleep to, you know. That's funny. <laughs> I've actually fallen asleep uh, and had my 3DS 
run dry in the morning because I was just so relaxed there. <laughs> uh, and I lost all the bugs. Uh. <laughs> but you got a good night's sleep, I'm sure. I did. Um, the other game I played a lot during the trip was uh, Super Mario 3D Land. Mm-hmm. I've now 100% of the game, so uh, I've beaten both the main levels with all the star coins and the bonus like uh, levels with all the star coins as well. It took me 22 hours to do it all, um, and uh, it's it's fantastic, and I'm just so excited to play the Super Mario 3D World when it comes out in December. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready for it now, you know. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, you know, I, you know what? After a tree happened, I, I've kind of got so befuddled with so many different games that are coming out that I don't know what my next game will be, other than what I've already got on my list, Animal Crossing being one of them. It's so... There, there's so many good games that you want to play that, and unfortunately, <laughs> there's not an endless amount of time. Um, and money. I was looking at, like, I was yes. adding the, the shopping cart just to see... Mm-hmm. Oh crap! That's gonna be like five, six hundred dollars worth of games this winter. Ouch! <laughs> it's like and that's a it's a week's worth it. Yeah, that, that's a that's a big chunk of change, and you know, it is. I might not buy them all at once. We'll see how long it takes me to get through each of them. Because I mean, these are in depth games. Pikmin three, I'm sure, will last me quite a while. And well, see, so Nintendo so. never makes a short game, um, which is a good thing, I, I think. You know, your value worth of it. Well, yeah, because. You know, regardless of which franchise it is, it's always in-depth. There's always replayability. I mean, you can finish the game, get the credits. That's great. But then there's always, you know, hey, I've got to get 100% in in this area or that area. So there's constant replayability. And because the gameplay is so enjoyable, you find yourself, even when you have, you know, mastered everything, you go back to it continuously because you want to play it. Whereas... You know, okay, this will really irritate some Call of Duty fans, but once I've finished the game and I've played a little bit of multiplayer but not much, I put it on eBay and sell it because I'm done with it. I'm not interested <laughs> yeah. in playing that campaign again because it it's a shooter. You point, you shoot, you know, if you miss, you die. Um, it, it's the same formula, whereas if you look yeah. at any Nintendo game, it's... It's changing by your ability to to get that jump absolutely pinpoint perfect. You know, I was playing Donkey Kong Country mm-hmm. on the Wii the other day and haven't played it for maybe a year. And even though I've completed the game before, it's like, oh, how do I get through this section? And, you know, it took well, me it's 20 like, or um, 30 goes to remember how to do it again. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, some of these level designs are so creative that... I just want to play the level again, even though I've hundred percent level, just because it brings a delight to me that y- you get through playing it. I mean, it's just like wow, this is really amazing, uh, an amazing experience doing this. Yeah. Um, one of the things Miyamoto said uh, a while back, I believe it was him, that first-person shooters aren't that is- interesting to create because you get a gun, all guns you basically shoot and aim and they die mm-hmm. the only difference is some guns hurt you more or less there's not a huge struggling to find a creative way to make it more than that you know that yeah. really is what it is i mean you're just shooting people they die <laughs> um which can be fun every now and then you know 
Oh, look, when you're in that mood for it, it's a great game. Um, but it, it's it's very repetitive. But, and maybe, look, maybe shooter fans would turn around and say, yeah, well, side-scrolling and jumping is very repetitive as well. But there, there's a timing skill that's involved with... It's, yeah, and it's a lot about discovery, too. There's You can just spend, like, some time... It's not even about finishing it, but just exploring this level and seeing what nooks and crannies are in there. And yeah, well, um, some, something like well, any Metroid game basically is a discovery game because there's always that hidden path that you can find. And it's amazing when you play it because it's like, oh, where does this go? And it goes into a room and there's nothing in there. And it's like, okay, but the next room there might be something in there that you could use in the game. You could benefit from and. That's just cool. Whereas, you know, you walk into any room in a, a first-person shooter, and, oh, there we go. There's some more ammo. There's a bigger gun. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, look, you know, I know that it's... I'm, I'm talking I mean, yeah, down first they're enjoyable, shooters. but they um, are. They are. I only need a couple to be satisfied, um, quite honestly. Um, yeah, I think you know, periodically... You know, if you look at just enjoying them every now and then, it, that works well. It does. It does. Um, so one thing I, I picked up recently, uh, got it on sale for like 20 or 30 bucks for the Wii U, is NBA 2K13. This is my first basketball game since like NBA Jam on the Sega Genesis. So mm-hmm. it's been a long time for me getting a new basketball game. And um, the interesting thing I noticed is they now have these story modes. We are going on interviews. You have to answer the right questions. Otherwise, different things happen. It's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure basketball game type thing. And when you're playing the, the game, you have to be a good teammate. Otherwise, your teammates will hate you, and you won't progress as fast as a basketball player. Mm-hmm. So the game to, is not about winning or losing anymore, really, for when I'm playing it. It's more about can I get an A-plus on my team being a good teammate. So I when I'm playing the game, I don't care as much if I, I win or lose, which is a bizarre feeling for a basketball game. And the other thing is when you're sitting out on the bench, you're not playing some other character. You're sitting out on the bench. So you can either watch the game or fast forward to when you're in, mm-hmm. but you only play part of the game because of that. So it's radically different from what I'm used to, which is NBA GM. You play every character in the game. Once they get the ball, you're them and you do all these crazy dunks and that's, Less replay value, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Have you played basketball games recently? Is that of No, I haven't. Thing? And I love the idea of a basketball game, but I've just, I've always felt that the controls were more confusing than they needed to be. Um, and, and the reason why is because you've got offense and you've got defense. And I suppose this can be said about any team um, game. And, you know, I've played a few of them just, you know, different people's houses over the years, and it just seemed to me that it was like, okay, I've got to remember 20 different moves for offense and and 20 different moves for defense, and and they're different enough that Mm -hmm. the learning curve is a bit challenging. But it if, is, and because of that, I just shoot and block. That's all I do. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and see, that, that's what I'd be doing as well. And then I sort of look, oh, but am I really getting my enjoyment out of the game? You know, but then when you've got to press, like, four buttons in, in sequence to, to you know, make this move happen, and you've got to do it perfectly, it's like, oh, jeez, that's, that's too many buttons. I, you know, I don't need yeah. it to be that complicated. So I love the idea of basketball and sports games. 
uh, but I seldomly play them. And, and look, I, you know, something like tennis, uh, virtual tennis four, brilliant because you can just use the Wii remote with not mm-hmm. even the nunchuck. So I mean, if you really want to do the waggle thing, you can swim at the screen. But I actually played in in traditional mode where you use all the buttons that are on the the Wii remote without the nunchuck, and it's absolutely superb. It's solid. It's great. You can do your your lobs, your slice. You can change your angles easily it just works well so having that simplistic uh control scheme along with more complicated control schemes really works for that game and i'd love to see sports games come out saying you know what we understand that not everyone's going to be hardcore and and want to do every single move that's possible so for those people you can go this really entry level control scheme and you can play the game perfectly and you're not going to be disadvantaged if you don't know the control scheme and then if you want you can as you get used to the game then you can move up and you can change the control scheme to something more complex put some more moves into your collection of available moves and Mm -hmm. have a, a deeper experience and if i knew that that was the case then i would be much, much more interested in picking them up and, and giving them a go. Yeah, as far as tennis goes, um, I was lucky enough to uh, catch that on one of the Saturdays I was gone that Mario Tennis Open for the 3DS was on sale for 20 bucks off from the 40 Ooh, regular nice. price. It was in-store only pickup, so I mm-hmm. reserved it and found out it wasn't going to be available if i waited until i got back in uh, new hampshire so i transferred it to las vegas found out uh, that's way too far away transferred it back to uh, new hampshire and i did that like a couple days later so uh basically that extended my pickup time so i now have been playing mario tennis uh for a good while now uh since i got back and uh for 20 bucks it's a steal and a really fun game that i made a lot of playtime out of um and if you're in the tennis if you're in the mario um, this is like the ultimate um, evolution of Mario Tennis that we had for the N64, if you remember that one. Yes, and um, I, look, I love Mario Tennis. I, I might have to pick that one up now just so that I can beat you on my downtime. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I absolutely I love tennis games. It doesn't matter what tennis game it is. I, I just enjoy it. There's something that brings me back to Pond that, you know, it's just like, yeah. wow, this is absolutely and, and cool. It is challenging as you progress through. They start out simple where they move the characters for you. Mm-hmm. And, um, but by the, I'm in the pro mode now and it's, now it's what, some what tough control, games, you know. What control scheme are you using? Because I know this game in particular has, right. yeah, has, has, you know, the, the touch screen controls, which I try to get my head around and think, uh, could I use that? Would I really want to use that? Because I'm used to the, the button feedback when I play a tennis mm-hmm. game. That's or, what I do. I do use button feedback. Yep. Um, but it also has two viewing modes where you can put your 3DS, as I found out during my trip, in uh, totally vertical mode without breaking the screen off. Um, so it actually knows where your gyroscope is and will change the camera angle if it's totally vertical mm-hmm. for a more um, heads-over-shoulder view um, nice. when it's uh, your traditional hold position as i'd like to call it it's um overview of the whole court which i prefer so i can actually see my whole area where the balls are landing and that's how i play it and in the vertical mode they turn 3d off automatically when it's in the the normal view it, you do have 3d which is not a very pr- pronounced effect it's kind of there yep but 
but you don't really want... There's some games where 3D and extreme 3D just doesn't work well. It just No, you're moving around a lot with tennis. It doesn't make as much sense there. No, and, and you tend to move your body with it as well. Even if you don't <laughs> notice that you're doing it, you tend to go, way, I'm yeah. swaying in the breeze. Um, so, you know, it's good to, to see that, you know, it's there, but it, it's not too overpowered. And certainly, as you know, on the uh, original 3D, as did the smaller screen, the area of the... the uh, sweet spot if you will uh is a lot smaller than on the larger one so you know getting yeah. comfortable i'm not sure if i could handle there. that small screen and then the I, I also couldn't handle the 3d green light that pops up it's like oh that'd be so annoying to see that every time i turn 3d on <laughs> that you know it, it's stupid and even though i turn 3d off as you know um because i feel it gets in the way of my enjoyment that 3D light does not turn off when you pull the slider all the way down. So it's on what? there constantly. What it is... It's always on? It is... Now, here's, the, here's the thing. It turns off when you play something like virtual console games. Um, now, the reason for that... Oh, so it's letting you know 3D is available in that yes. game. Because at the time the 3DS was originally unveiled, 3D was a new feature. Yep. And when the XL came out, it's like... Duh, we don't need to sh- shine a big light at you. <laughs> exactly. So, okay. yeah, the 3D lights up to say, guess what? You can use the 3D functionality. And then it uh, turns okay. off when... Well, it doesn't... Yeah, I feel the XL is kind of like what they wanted to make in the end. Like, that's the perfected model. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I mean, look, Nintendo have a tendency to do this where they release the small version DS and they go the, the larger XL version DS. And... Look, in a light version at some point, right? Um, generally, the light version has come before the XL version. Really? Okay. Yeah. I don't think we'll see a light version of the 3DS um, anytime soon. I, I actually don't think we'll see a modification of the 3DS for the next five years or so. Um, yeah. Well, the limited edition releases, I'm sure. Yeah, like there's a, a Pikachu one that's in Australia at the moment. Um, you know, bright yellow. It's like, whoa, jeez. Um, <laughs> it's the same yellow well, that I, they use I'm for the happy DS that Simpsons one. version. I, I, what I'm not, I, I'm not a fan of these like underwear um, designs for the 3DSs they're putting out. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Like the bed sheet type things where there's little tiny little things. It's not a solid color, but you have like little tiny Luigi's or pikmin all over your 3ds oh like the little polka dot kind of things if you look at it from a distance yeah yeah, it's way too kitty for me like i I like the um the zelda ocarina time 3ds was fantastic give me a solid color with the big old logo and i'll be happy like i don't know who's designing these limited editions they're not they're not they're not uh, scratching any itch of mine to pick them up yeah, so, you know, if, if you look at the, the Japanese art forms and, and so forth and, and stuff like that, I mean, they have a lot of that kind of stuff where it's, you know, little cutesy kind of things with different characters. I mean, I, I just think of Hello Kitty, for instance, you know. Yeah. Uh, Hello Kitty, Cooking Mama, all that kind of stuff. It, it's very cutesy and, and, you know, we've got to remember Nintendo is Japanese company so and i love it in the games and even like the os design you, you, you just uh, don't want to be sitting at a, a bus stop or a train station and 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 have another adult look at you with this kid looking 
do you? She, you want this yeah. really cool looking... I got looking... a bold red one, you know. No one can take, make fun of, you know, red. <laughs> so, so, so you want the cool looking one so that it's like, hey, I got this cool piece of tech over here that I you just, don't. I, I like... I like bold things, like especially with with when it's a piece of kit that you're holding. I want it to be bold rather than just like uh, you know. I, I, I'm happy with plain black. I you know I uh, I love the idea of a collector's edition show DS, but I also am quite content with hey, you know what? What the fun part is is the immersion of the game and playing the game and the content on the device, not. Well, unlike Japan, like. where you have these all over the place, it helps you individualize it so it's not the same yes. as everyone else's. That is because these true. are only available for like a week and then they're gone because they sell out so quickly. <laughs> yeah, you uh, know that that's very true. It is a personalization, really, because you can even get shells to put on them if you want to put cases on them and stuff like that. Which I don't. I just I am kind of scared though that Nintendo will release a good-looking. 3ds xl for the link to the past two mm-hmm. and um i'm scared because i might want to buy it <laughs> yeah <sighs> scared <laughs> well you know all you have to do is sell the old one yeah but, but then i've got so much personal connection with the old one i want so <laughs> but, that, but that, look, that, that's what i'm doing at the moment uh you know I'm selling out a, a whole heap of old technology and upgrading to brand new technology, which is much better, and, yeah. and I'm happier. But I've so. got, like, Mark, I have every iPod ever made. I have, I have you know, most of the iPads. They, I don't sell stuff unless it's really needed. <laughs> I, I do just so that I can upgrade, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that, yeah. So um, something I got before the trip... Um, I I picked up a Wii Mini. <laughs> um, so I wanted to get this because I figured it's not going to be available for much longer and it's going to be kind of rare in years to come. So I picked this up uh, just to keep in a box for the shelf for collector's sake and uh, imported wow. from Canada <laughs> because they do not sell it in the States. Um, but it does play our games, our U.S. games. Yep, good. But uh, it's a very pretty-looking box, and I, I it, you know, I, I'm very excited to have it. <laughs> Do I have a problem, Mark? <laughs> Just a little one. Um, and, and look, you're not alone. I mean, I, I used to be very much into collecting stuff and hold on to it for the sake of holding on to it. Then I had kids, and uh, you just you can't keep that much stuff around and and have the better half actually happy with you <laughs> so you yeah. know um yeah i'm sure when when i get married and stuff the habits will change like that <laughs> yeah you know whilst you're single and and you've got your own life and 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 so forth you've got a lot more flexibility as soon as you have that relationship and then you have children come along uh, you know, know the question like what's that thing on the shelf sitting there <laughs> <laughs> you know look in inside that i know tim robertson uh you know he's got every console even ones i've never even heard of um you know and he's literally got a wall that has them all connected up to a single tv um i have to get tim to to send us a, a picture so that we can put it on the site and That'd it's be just great. It's i only have a game the n64 and the wii u hooked up um the wii mini is going to stay in the box because it 
I can play the Wii games on the Wii U. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> See, I, I wouldn't have worried with a, a mini even for the the uh, you know collectability status because it's just so cute. The little I, box is all red. I know. Very, it's, I, I, like, know it's I like cute, red, but mark. it doesn't it doesn't do anything. It doesn't allow you to play GameCube games, and it doesn't allow you to link up. That's my Wii U. <laughs> Uh, or either does the Wii if I bought a new Wii in the store. It doesn't do that either. Um, it to me is like it feels like I know the Wii U, uh, the Wii Mini got terrible reviews because the the output of the video isn't the best. Um, but uh, to me, it's a, such a simple little box. It's kind of like the GameCube. You pop pop a disc in on the top loading slot, kind of like the GameCube yep. drive was. And it plays the game. No fuss about internet. Or yeah, look, you know, there, there is a benefit with that. Um, it's, a, it's the ultimate offline console, <laughs> the Wii Mini. Yeah, well, I suppose when you look at it, these new games and game systems that are coming out that require internet connectivity, well, if it goes and dies, it's like, yeah, sorry. Um, you know, so... so you are going to have that problem, whereas these old traditional games don't suffer from that. But, you know, I, I love the ability to just play GameCube games on my way. It just, it really works well, you know. And I understand why they didn't put GameCube compatibility with the, the Wii U. I totally understand that. It'd be but so cool, though. It, <laughs> It'd be play if they GameCube. did, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If they did um, that, it would be it would really be cool. Uh, because look, yeah. GameCube I mean, I a, I, was a great platform. Cheap. Yeah, GameCube's are cheap. They're fifty bucks on eBay. I mean, I, I it's uh, not a big deal for me to plug that in. You know. Yeah, I I just don't like pulling the plugs out, putting new plugs in, all that kind of stuff. So um, that's why I've really yeah, I simplified my entire setup. Um, it, you know, the, so, the one thing that you might consider though is. Um, just know that the Super Nintendo, the X, uh, N64, the GameCube all uh, use the same exact cable. So Ooh, okay. what I do is I unplug it from one console and plug it into the other, and that's the only changing of plugs I have to do since they all use that same plug. They never changed it during the, those many years. So if I was you, I'd probably go with a, a uh, traditional analog video switcher. Because eventually, over time, you're going to wear those plugs out. Because mm. they're not designed. It's not like a USB plug where it's designed to be pulled in and out a thousand times. It's designed to be set up and Good kind point. of left that yeah. way. Um, so, I, I should mention that the N64 is currently what it's pretty much plugged into all the time. The mm-hmm. GameCube's there, but I don't touch it as much as the N64 these days. Yeah. yeah that's a good point. The switcher would make sense. Well, it also makes it easy. You can get some powered switches as well that gives you a little remote control so you can choose which source you want. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure... I know you can definitely do that on HDMI, and I'm sure you can do that on analog, but even if you can't, it's just a, a slide-in switch or a circular switch to just change between input in, input sources. And I, I used to do that years ago. Um, but look, years ago, before the kids, I, I had what you had. Cables running everywhere, <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It was just set up and, and having a great time with it. Now... Cables running over the floor, no problem. Yeah, no. Now it is minimalistic. There's nothing to it. So um, so I just had a, 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 a idea here. So first-person shooters, how would Nintendo do it? Paintball Mario, right? <laughs> 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 I mean, that could be a lot of fun, actually. Paintball Mario. <laughs> 
Oh, that would be funny. Actually, come to think of it, besides Metroid, and that's... I don't know if you'd call Metroid a, a traditional shooter because it was well, a third-party shooter, I guess. But Nintendo's never done a first-party shooter, have they? What do you mean first-party? First-person? Uh, first-person. What am I saying? First like Metroid's party. a first-party uh, <laughs> It's a first um, party title. It, yeah, it's a first-party title, but it's a third-person shooter. And I don't think they've ever done one where here's the gun and let's go. I know that... Now, so even GoldenEye, whilst they were involved in that a little bit, it was a separate company that did it. So. Yep, it was Rare, which is now owned by the wonderful Microsoft Corporation. That sarcasm? Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> I'm sad we won't see another Banjo-Kazooie because of that. It's, it's sad. <laughs> yeah, you know... It, I, guess, I mean, Rare is not the same Rare it was when it was developing no. for the Nintendo platforms. Uh, the personnel have changed quite a bit. But unfortunately, they they probably still own the uh, Banjo franchise, uh, the yeah. license to it, which, you know, unless they start to redevelop it. And, you know, they did actually the release thing, though, one Mark, a is, few years um, ago. At the time, Microsoft thought they owned Donkey Kong because they developed Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? There's some uh, <laughs> news release that one of the high ups at Microsoft thought they owned Donkey Kong because they got rare. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> right? Oh, boy. Oh, man. That guy would have had an egg on his face. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't think Nintendo would ever release that one. You know, you know what? I, I, Tim, I'll say this much. Now, Nintendo's been suffering with with some financial issues of like they've um, they've come out publicly and said, listen, we're not going to get rid of staff. We just refuse to. So that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out uh, because they're struggling enough that the industry is asking, when are you going to let your staff go or some staff go? And they've said, no staff are, are going. We're not doing that. No, I agree with that. I mean, it, you start it, getting rid of your your IPs, you're going to be losing a lot more money. Exactly. Um, you got to keep the I really rolling. think, um, I think what's next year, once all that software is out for the Wii U, it's going to pick up. Um, I, I, it's still the price point for moment me. in time that I think will pass. So, you know. Yeah. It, look, it's still the price point for me. It's still, um, the, the killer game hasn't been released for me yet, which is the Mario Kart or Bay- Bayonetta 2. Yeah. March 2014 will be here. Um, you know, so so there's a couple of areas where it's just not quite there yet. Plus, I'm still having fun with the original Wii anyway. So, you know, it, I will get it. There's no doubt about it. But when, I'm, I'm just not sure. And, you know, I um, I just want to see the price come down a little bit more. Because they've actually like they've removed in Australia, the... I, I couldn't deal with that stuff. Like, <laughs> here in the States... Like we get stuff on sale all the time. I get mm-hmm. games for fifty percent off, like almost every week. I got Most Wanted You for like twenty five bucks on the Wii U. It's a mm-hmm. sixty dollar title normally. <laughs> um, so like our retail I, sector it, is just—it's terrible over there. Yeah, yeah, and and look, you know, there are deals to be had and to be gotten, but they're few and far between. And then you know, sometimes you've got to import them from the UK, and then that's not always guaranteed as to whether or not they're going to have a sale. I'm always looking, you know what I mean? It's not that I don't look, it's not that I don't want, I definitely do want. But even the bundles, uh, the the closest I came 
was the Monster Hunter bundle uh, for the Wii U. But when you looked at the $499 price tag, I just oh. went, yeah, no, not really. And, and bear in yeah. mind, I recently you know, picked up a MacBook Air for $988. Uh, and that's the new 2013 MacBook Air. Now, whilst that they're completely different platforms, one's a computer that you can play some games on, and then one's a console that you can play a lot of games on, um, it's still technology, and you know you spend four hundred eighty eight dollars on the pro console with Monster Hunter, and it's like that's you know essentially half of what I just paid for a new computer that does this. Well, this it's, and it's that funny because like computers, like it's not in the entertainment sector of the market, which the entertainment sector is just totally messed up out there. It, it's it, very. It's very disjointed. I mean, I, I find this with, with iTunes as well. Um, you know, when you go physical copies of a movie or something and, and you compare it with the iTunes digital copy and and, and the prices can be drastically different. Uh, you know, one, one thing that I picked up this week was Hell on Wheels on iTunes. Now, season one and two on iTunes in HD together is still cheaper than buying season one only on DVD or Blu-ray. And that's that's what we find with the digital purchasing out here, is that sometimes it's that way. Sometimes it's the complete reverse. Sometimes we even find things like, you know, you'll get a game on the App Store uh, for iOS devices, and the same game will be available for the 3DS, for instance. Um, you know, Angry Birds springs to mind. You can get the Angry Birds trilogy on the 3DS, and... It's something like $30 for, you know, $10 for each game. But on iOS, it's $0.99 cents for each game. So yeah, I have to say iOS and the App Store is in its own world that's outside of all, like, other sectors of the, the world as far as business and how it operates, right? Perhaps. But at the same time, Angry Birds on both platforms is developed by the same production house, by the same team. It's the same right. IP. But it's, it's a different same, marketplace that they the feel they game. can do different things. Well, and yes. you're dealing with a, I guess, more worldwide market with the App Store. It's like hit published in all these different markets and it's it's a less region sector type stuff. It's sure. uh, it's a different. It's a it's a, it's a new world. So to but speak. <laughs> but you know you you can get Angry Birds on the 3ds digitally, and it still costs significantly more than if you go on iOS. So, sure. but again, it's because you're in the Australian marketplace, and it's um, that's the price point that's been established in that market already, versus the price points established on iOS are considerably less. You know. Yeah. Um... I, d- I don't think it's really to do a lot with the regions, in my opinion, and in, in this area of, of discussion that we're well, having. Well, it does as far as Australian pricing on 3DS games are X price, and they're all kind of similarly sure. priced. Um, iOS, it's pretty much everything's priced similarly country to country. It's not a huge difference there as far as I've seen. Yeah. Um, so you have to deal with basically currency converters for App Store versus currency converter plus you're in Australia, so we're going to screw you over another 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I'd love to know who gets that $20. I really, really would. I'd take them out the back and give them what for. But, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's hard and, and it's look, it's disappointing because we all love to have our entertainment 
And just because I live in Australia shouldn't disadvantage me, uh, you know, or anyone else who lives in another country other than the US. I mean, I, I look at the US and every country has its pros and cons. But when it comes to what I enjoy, America has a lot of pros. You know, it, yeah, it's our, like our entertainment for one is dirty. The entertainment, the, the wide variety, the availability is just absolutely astonishing. Um, you know, I can't come near it out here. Um, you know, so, I, and, you know, then of course I look at the negative side of things of what America has, and it's like, okay, well, at least we don't have guns out here. You know, <laughs> we've got yeah. guns, we've got gun crime, but it, it's with the criminals. I stay away from those people. Um, you know, <laughs> not, not, your neighbour can't own a gun in Australia. It's illegal. So, you know, th- there's that sort of, safety feeling kind sure. of thing but you know at the same time same time if you live in a good area of town you're not really going to get shot in ex- america exactly yeah, yeah. I, you know it, unfortunately the news amplifies everything um you know and we don't have uh giant killer snakes that you know hunt us down like you do in australia well yeah we've got a <laughs> few of those but not too many uh <laughs> Look, you know, there's pros and cons. It's just a shame that the publishing companies just can't get this pricing right universally. I mean, in all honesty, I don't know what the problem is. I would buy more games if it was more even and more reasonable, which mm-hmm. means that they'd actually make more sales and I they'd have be a lot doing more, better. Um, I had two impulse purchases this week, Mario Tennis and Most Wanted You, yep. because they were such good price points. Yeah. Um, I mean, those are games that I wouldn't have gone sought out unless they were priced what they were, you know. Now, so, if you yeah. look at something like uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted, that's on every platform. Um, and I'm yep. not sure if they have special a... they have special features, I guess, for the Wii U that the, the gamepad has some cool don't stuff. Have. Yeah, you know, but with something like that where it's it's universal across all platforms. I, I wish that they'd just bring the price down and have a cheaper price. Because, you know, you, you've got, you know, PlayStation will be this cost, Nintendo will be this, and then, God forbid, there's an iOS version at 99 cents. And <laughs> that then, is in that purchases littered throughout it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't that I'll true? tell you, the most wanted you game, having a lot of fun with it, I hate EA, but... It's got a great review. Is one of their only good reviewed uh, Wii U games mm-hmm. uh, by EA, um, and it's just so vast. You, uh, I'm basically driving around this world, and uh, it feels like I can never. It's never ending. It's so vast as far as where you can explore. Uh, it's um, fun to you know beat up cops and stuff, uh, running them over. Uh, <laughs> but um, the the thing about EA that's bothering me still is, um, even on Wii U, when you launch up the game. Please log into your origin account. Oh, jeez. I always hit, I always hit uh, decline and <laughs> just play the game. But even there, it's um, they try to pigeonhole you through their their own system. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, look, you know these companies are in the business of making money, but that's the kind of stuff that turns me away, that turns me off what they're doing and what they're producing because, you know, I don't want to sign up to then get inundated with you know, advertisements and, and spam and everything 
relating to something just to play game. I want to put the yeah. game in. It's not too bad. I, I'm hoping it learns after I hit decline X number of times. It'll just stop asking or there's some setting in the game. Um, and once you're into it, it's it's great. Um, it auto saves. I can just turn the console off whenever I feel like mm-hmm. it uh, when I'm playing it pretty much. Um, and and it, it's beautiful and uh, it's 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 a lot of fun. So um, for thirty, I actually picked up for like twenty three bucks for like a five dollar coupon. Yep, and it was on sale for like twenty eight bucks. <laughs> good good price, definitely yeah. a good price. So no, it, you know, please game developers, I, you know, if you're ever listening, uh, you know, reduce games, we'll buy more. You know, even if we so, don't have um, time to play them, we'll put them on the shelf for later. Oh, I've got some still in Saran Wrap. In my yeah. House. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, any last topics before leaving um, the Nintendo show here, Mark? Just that I need. I, I, I'm almost finished upgrading my home entertainment computer setup, and uh, the only thing that's failing me at the moment is I don't have that black Nintendo Wii U to look really stylish against everything else that's black in my home entertainment setup. So. I, I updated the Apple TV, updated the Blu-ray player from DVD, uh, updated the sound system TV. The poor Wii is just, just there. It's begging. And that white, it, it beams in the darkness. It, it reflects in the <laughs> darkness. It's like, please, upgrade me, upgrade me. One of the reasons why I haven't upgraded is because the, the Wii sold so many copies that the resale value is just really bad you know it's like 60 bucks here 50 bucks yeah so it's like okay plus it's also only 120 bucks to buy a brand brand new i could buy a brand new console for the wii yep it's like 129 bucks here includes the wii mode the black console includes wii sports and wii sports resort so that's 80 dollars worth of games with the the and the wii mode and the nunchuck which would equate to another, what, $60? So that's $140. So basically, if I wanted the games in the extra Wiimote and Nunchuck, um, it would cost me $140 if I bought it retail, but because I'm getting the Wii bundled in it, it's uh, $129. Yep. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I mean, it's great. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. But, you know, that it's also not good for the upgrader like me who likes to sell the old technology to put towards the new technology because I just know I'm going to lose more money on on this one. Uh, You know, whereas I I upgrade other things and I make money. Being a GameCube console, is there a lot more resale value there perhaps? Or is there a reason to keep it and even play the GameCube games Um, that you might want? You know, I've... I've probably played the GameCube games. I've got enough that I'm satisfied to move on without missing them. Um, I do love the GameCube. I think it's great, but do I need to keep it around? No. And yeah, I, ju- I just don't... As, as I said, I, I don't want the clutter anymore. My lounge room now it looks... Wow, this is sleek. This is clean. Mm-hmm. This is great. And the kids can't trip over stuff, and, and I'm not worried. You know, I, I used to be worried because I had the surround sound system set up and everything, and I used to be worried about them tripping over cables and pulling the speakers down, and it's like, okay, oh, yes. now that i got rid of all of that, and we're talking about just one sound bar that sounds absolutely beautiful from Bose, and no cables, nothing. It's all self-contained. So I'd, I'd be quite happy to go with the the Wii U and have it all self-contained all nice and clean easy to you know just 
put a game in and play and, and I can I can go without GameCube games. I I've enjoyed them for years and I I think it's it's coming up to the time where I can say, yeah, you know what? It's been a great experience, but see you later. Yep. So that, there's a couple of games I still like Rogue Squadrons when they have around, but mm-hmm. uh not not a ton of games that I, I'd miss. Yeah, you know the, the to collectors it's a great platform, but uh I just now, have you looked into uh, resale value of a GameCube version versus the regular ones out now? Is there a significant um, premium I, there? Not really. I, I haven't... I, I To be quite honest, I hadn't even thought about it because I completely forgot that they stripped out the the GameCube compatibility. Because that, that, that would be something that I would have... If I was in the market for a Wii, it's like a Wii, I'd rather get a used one that had GameCube support. Sure. Versus the newer ones, perhaps. But, you know. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it's one of those things I'll have to look in and, and maybe I'll highlight that in, you know, in the eBay listing when I do get around to it and say, well, you know what, this one plays GameCube games. So, you know. Yeah, definitely and- put that in your title because I was searching for it on eBay just to, you know, mm-hmm. in the States here, to get out of interest. Uh, I, I own a Wii and a Wii, uh, Wii U and a Wii Mini. I'm not uh, getting a Wii quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've I think you've got enough Wiis. You're you're going Wii. I do. I Wii. Do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh dear. Well, Tim, we've come to the end of the show, and I, I mentioned earlier on in the show that I've got some news for the the listeners. This is actually going to be my last show as, as co-host with you, and uh, the reason for that is that I'm going back to full time study. Uh, I started in a month's time, actually. Uh, so we want to sort of, you know, get this transition happening so that, you know, there, if I could help in any way or get anything done, I was there to help Tim with the transition. And please, listeners, please keep subscribing. Tim does a great show. Uh, he'll probably look at bringing a, another co-host in as well. Uh, but it's still going to be the great show that you know and love and, and that you've subscribed to. It's just going to be without me. So, uh, you know... <laughs> It, it, it's yeah. it's sad. Not, not, not enough time for gaming in your life. Anymore. No, not with a, a, a three year full time university course. It's um, you know, for anyone that and has the whole family thing. I know family, when I was in college, yeah. I played a lot of video games. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, I do not have a family though. No, the the family. Look, I love my family. Don't get me wrong, but even now, even without doing the course, it's demanding, and there's a lot there. Now. This isn't to say that I won't come back on periodically if Tim will have me on. That is, like of course, when Mario Kart Wii U comes out. Yeah, okay. you, you know, and 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 look, I'll, you know, I'll keep in touch with Tim, and 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 we'll be back and forth anyway over what he's playing, what I'm playing, and if we come across things that you know, are like oh wow, we we need to talk about this, you know, I'll, I'll make the time. It's just a matter of. I've got to step away from all the shows I'm doing for a little bit just so that I can concentrate on what's going to be a future career for me. So uh, not going too far away. I'll still be around, just not on the show each and every week. But uh, please keep subscribed because Tim's still going to produce it. It'll still be a great show. So, yep. uh, so Tim, I've... I'll pass the outro out to you, I guess. Okay, cool. Yeah, I have found a new co-host, and we're going to be recording our show fairly soon here. Uh kind of season two of the show i guess you can call it um so look forward to that and i should have that out uh hopefully not missing a, a week here and uh figure out how to do the rss feed and all that good stuff for the podcast um 
where can listeners find you, Mark, uh, in the, while you're off air here? Well, the best place is across at markgrentree.com. I will certainly be putting up a few posts about what I'm doing and, and different projects I'm working on and stuff like that. So uh, I'll still be there, contactable on weekends and, and late nights, Sydney time. And uh, yeah, that, that's how you can get in touch with me. Very cool. And I am on Meverse and many other places by the username T-C-H-A-T-E-N. So uh, Meverse, YouTube, Twitter, all the normal spots there. And um, check out my YouTube channel for doing a lot of Animal Crossing videos and some other ones as well. And with that, thanks for tuning into this edition of the Nintendo Club podcast. And we'll be talking to you guys again real soon. You're listening to the G-Men. On the MyMag.com podcast. They're conjuring with our minds. I wasn't ready. I think I think it would sell like insane amounts. I am the devil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you heard it here first, folks. There's gonna be a new cheap, colorful iPhone. The low end will be three ninety nine and the high end will be four ninety nine. Okay, so you think in the fall. So if yep. they've not released a cheap iPhone by Christmas. Mm-hmm. I can go over there and punch your face. Stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. (laughs) Yes, we will. (laughs) 